Good morning. Great to chat with you. Uh, what about Hong Kong to start with? I know that you've done a bit of press uh, since then, but to go over there, represent Australia, win that first leg, finish in the top three of the International Jockeys Series, that must really cap off a sensational 2023. Yeah, it certainly did. Um, it was, you know, great to just have the opportunity to, to go and compete on that stage, but to get a winner and, like you said, finish in the top three made it extra special and, yeah, really enjoyed going over there. Yeah. What what did you find most interesting about riding with that, that group of riders? Because, obviously, it would be very different to what we see here in Sydney or in, uh, in other parts of Australia. Yeah, it was. Um, it was, obviously, all different riders from different sort of um, parts of the world and, they all ride slightly differently, and, and Happy Valley, I think that track sort of adds a bit of a uh, bit more excitement to it. But yeah, just um, just different styles, different ways of riding, and I, I really enjoyed riding around Happy Valley. Like it's a very unique place, and I think it's some you know a place that can really sort of help further yourself um, as a jockey, and you know can only improve from riding around those different tracks and against those different people. Coming back uh, to Australia, obviously Time to Boogie was great for you on the weekend. If they were all like Time to Boogie, you'd be laughing because he just seemed to travel for you sweetly in behind the speed. And when you produced him, he showed a really nice turn of foot. He did, yeah. Look, he he sort of showed that he'd come back in in really good order at his trials, and um, but they still got to produce it race day. But he certainly did that. He's he makes my job very easy. He's a he's a pleasure to ride. He he just puts himself there up on speed. He travels and. He's got a great turn of foot when he can just get that little bit of a comfortable run. Um, but I think he's definitely come back, you know, better better than ever this preparation. What about to the two-year-old? Um, very interesting win in the first for Minode. You, I mean, these Waterhouse horses and bot horses, it must give you so much confidence when you can roll along in those, you know, good sectionals and you just know there's going to be something in the tank to give a kick. Is he the best two-year-old you've set on this season? Um, definitely race day for sure. Yeah. Like it's sort of, yeah, look, like you said, you get so much confidence um, riding for the Waterhouse Bot team. The, the horses are flying, especially at the moment. But they've always been, you know, like that for their two-year-olds. They're just they're very well educated. Um, obviously, I spent a number of years there, and um, I know you know what sort of horse you've got underneath you. You know they've had you know plenty of experience. Um, they can cope with different scenarios, and yeah, they've always. You know, they're taught to obviously jump well and put themselves there, but he's a very sensible horse. I think, you know, he's the type of horse, if something else went nuts, he could he could easily sit off one. Um, they're not sort of just one-dimensional, but they're, they're definitely taught to be tough, which, you know, these early two-year-olds, they've got to be. Uh, I guess I want to ask this, but you don't have to tell me the name if you don't want, but if you've sat on one better at home, what's it, what is it? Um, oh, well, I don't know if I've sat on one that's quite given me that feel, but I probably haven't pushed any that far. So. Okay. But that's, <laughs> um, that's exciting then that there's obviously some two-year-olds uh, that, and we're seeing this, that are just being held back a little bit because there's obviously a lot of potential uh, with prize money scattered around the summer and and, um, and late summer period. Yeah, exactly. I think, you know, there's obviously, you know, everyone wants a runner in the slipper and it's a fantastic race to get to, but there are plenty of options. Um, and I think sort of owners and trainers, you know, know that there's, there's not a, a massive rush. If a two year old's happy to put their hand up and, and be there, then so be it. And that's probably the sort of caliber of trainer I ride for as well. They're not, not in a massive rush. Um, you know, they're only going to run the horses that are, 
a worthier being there and have put their hand up. So it's uh, it's nice because you're not trying to push them before they can do it, and that's probably when you're going to see the best of them. All right, looking at the rides you've got tomorrow, Wednesday the 20th of December, you ride uh, Miss Piera, Pirata filly in the first. This is for Bjorn Baker. This is a filly that you have trialled before and you won the trial, and it was a nice sort of trial. Showed good speed early. She did, yeah. And look, she's probably one, you know, a nice sort of forward, natural two-year-old. Um, she she jumped well. She put herself there. She travelled sweetly. And she's, um, she's obviously only had the one trial, but she, she was pretty good. You know, she will have learnt a bit from that. But she's pretty straightforward. And I think she's the type. She's she's quite switched on. So I think she will have learnt plenty from that trial. Um, and she's definitely ready to, ready to kick off at the races. What about Vanquished in race number two? Um, this is a horse that uh, the Waterhouse Bot team have got. He's trying to get that first win, but again, you, you get that confidence when you ride for the stable. Yeah, certainly. He's uh, he's been very consistent. Um, he's sort of always been always run top four, I think, in, in all his starts. But his um, his run at Canterbury was good, and he's had just that little bit of a gap between runs, which probably won't do him any harm. And yeah, like you said, it's it's just a, a big vote of confidence riding for that team at the moment. What about uh, Greg Hickman? You ride uh, for fellow Warwick Farm trainer and you jump on this horse after a, it's it's run at Wagga. He comes to town with Insider Trader. Yeah, he's an older horse, sort of first up. Um, he hasn't had any public trials. I'm guessing he's probably had a couple of jump outs or something, but... Um, I'm sure Greg will have him sort of fit and ready to go. He's obviously a horse that does appreciate uh, getting up over a little bit of ground. What about uh, Good Lieutenant? This is a horse that, while well, you haven't been on in the last couple of starts, you did trial this uh, particular gilding in October, I saw. Yeah, I trialled him and then I think he, I'm pretty sure he came in and won first up um, over the 1,000 metres. He's sort of stepped up a little bit in, in class um, since then and, and hasn't certainly hasn't been disgraced at all and, I think, um, you know, he's he's been another one that's been pretty consistent and I think he's ready to run a really nice race again. And what about Power Ballard? We're chatting with Rachel King, by the way, this morning. Uh, this is a filly by Exceed and Excel, who two starts ago, if she can produce that again, what she did at Canterbury, she's right in the finish here. She is, yeah, exactly. And I think the horse she that ran second to her that day's euphoria won um, the other day as well, one of the Waterhouse spot team, and look, she's just got to yeah find that that first up form again, and she'll um, give herself a, a good chance. And what about World Alliance, Rachel? Barrier eleven, a little bit tricky over the thirteen hundred at Warwick Farm, but you did ride uh, this gelding last start at Hawkesbury, and you've also rode in the trial back at Randwick on the twentieth of November. Yeah, it's a bit tricky, Barrier, but at least a straight line and, and one turn at Warwick Farm, so it's not not too difficult. Hopefully, um, his last start was was super he was you know very solid run he had quite a lot of weight that day I think at, at Hawkesbury and obviously the start before that he'd won so he's a, a horse that's coming coming up nicely for the Hobartville stud group and sort of working for his grades. Rachel your highlight of uh, the year obviously I mean os- os- osmosis the one it's the highlight for you? Yeah definitely uh, that was a, a very special day and you know for, for sort of Bjorn and the team who've been such a big part of my career and, and huge supporters um it was yeah definitely very special to get the opportunity to ride a you know a nice cult like that in a group one and then to get the job done was was very satisfactory yeah and i guess what are the goals for 2024 mate what, what have you got um look, just keep riding more group one winners that's probably the main aim um i never sort of give myself too 
like set numbers, uh, just keep improving each year. And, you know, my last few years I've sort of been riding in better class of races, um, more consistent Group 1 rides and, and obviously more Group 1 winners. And, um, yeah, hopefully we can just keep the keep the ball rolling and keep getting on some nice horses. I like it. Um, Rachel, anything is possible, that's for sure. You don't know what's around the corner and you've set yourself up fantastic to have hopefully a big autumn. Enjoy the summer. Will we see you pretty much riding all the way through here in Sydney and possibly up to Magic Millions? Um, I'll be here sort of over Christmas and New Year and then I'm actually um, going to Japan for a couple of months to have a little short stint there. So I will unfortunately probably miss Magics, but I'll be back ready to go for the Autumn Carnival. Fantastic. So how's your Japanese then? Uh, not great. <laughs> Need to practice. <laughs> How, have you got the app or have you? what are you doing to practice? Uh, I haven't done anything yet, I have to admit. So it'd probably be, uh, I think it's what a nine-hour flight there. That might be a bit of a cramming on the way there. To try, oh, and try and I learn like the it. Basics. <laughs> and just on that, um, so when you go over there, how does it work? Do Because obviously you're riding for the JRA. Um, so do do they put you up in accommodation? Do you, or do you, is it is it sort of, you know, jumping in the deep end and you've got to swim? Or is it sort of they will set you up and then try and help you, you know, get rides off certain farms, etc.? Um, yes, yeah, so the JRA are there to sort of help, but I've also got um, uh, a guy called Adam Harrigan who's helped many of the Australian jockeys, um, including sort of Damien Lane probably most recently and Joe Moreira, um, that have, have travelled there. He sort of looks after you, basically um, translates for you, so I don't need to learn too much Japanese, hopefully, and uh, gives you somewhere to stay and, yeah, helps with getting rides and things like that and, and making those connections to to the different owners and trainers. Um, so he's he's been a, a great help and he's, like I said, he's previously done that for quite a few jockeys that have travelled over there before. So I'll be relying heavily on him. So when do you leave? Uh, January the 3rd. January the 3rd and you'll be back um, obviously after two months. So what, at the start of March? Yes. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, that's exciting. I, I must. I'm, I'm going to be totally honest with you. Has that been announced? Have you announced that yet, or is that you announcing it the first time? Because I've been scouring <laughs> the internet. I know that you went over there and obviously were at the Jockeys uh, Challenge, but I hadn't seen that you were officially going over. Yeah, so it's sort of only just kind of come about that it's um, all kind of booked in, but you still have to get over there and, and complete sort of paperwork when you get there. So an actual licence isn't sort of granted yet. Um, it's, it's all done when you get there, but it's it's been kind of in the plans for, for a little while. So have you given us a little exclusive, have you? <laughs> Something like that, yeah. Oh, thank you. Well, there you go, Rachel. Well, I know that you've got a lot of fans that listen to the program that will no doubt miss backing you here in Australia, but they'll be watching, I guess, Sky Racing on a Sunday. That's their big day there in Japan. And also other meetings as well, keeping an eye on your success. Um, and I think it's great. You can ride. You've shown that many a time here. And uh, to do it abroad, great stuff. Does your better half get to go as well? Uh, unfortunately not, no. Oh, well, there you go. I You're thought another free holiday. <laughs> He's not allowed that much time off work. He <laughs> might, might try and sneak over. You know, oh, no. sensational. <laughs> well, you'll enjoy And great. Looking forward to seeing you back in March. So there you go. Punters, Rachel King are looking to go to Japan uh, at the start of January for a two-month stint, pending, obviously, all the paperwork being complete. But that's the plan. And good luck, mate. Thanks for coming on. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me.